0: Bonjour, mon amies, and welcome to a bonus episode of Too Many Trailers. My name is Kelsey. And my name is Marianne. And if you haven't been able to guess by Kelsey's wonderful introduction... I studied French for zero years. <laughs> <laughs> um, and by looking on our Instagram page and listening to our other clues we hinted at in the last episode... Um, we are talking about the movie Colette, because we actually saw it together it's amazing it was pretty fabulous i thought i thought i was gonna die from laughter oh my goodness there was one scene where i <laughs> literally thought that other people were going to die. That, that we were in a theater we were in our local independent theater and it was us and like maybe like two other and two other people in the theater of like maybe 30 seats, and we were oh man. <laughs> fucking talking about <laughs> the whole fucking thing. I know, but I, so, I like kind of felt it, bad, honestly. I did, and then at some points, I was like, it would honestly be better if they just got fed up and left, because then we'd be <laughs> able to talk openly. <laughs> then we would wouldn't be. have to like, Fucking whisper to each other and be like, Did you remember this? But there was one scene, and we'll definitely, we we'll definitely, on it, yeah. But we, we laughed too. so hard that I was like, I was we were gonna get kicked out crying of this movie my anymore. eyes out. I, <laughs> I was, was laughing literally, so hard. <laughs> thankfully, it was a long scene, before. yeah. It was, wow. oh my god, there's so many things I need to talk about. So, this is a recap, we're gonna be just kind of going through uh, the movie and kind of our thoughts, and, thoughts everything and, feelings and feelings and so um heed the spoiler warning um obviously obviously yes, if we, if it's a bonus episode about a movie guys that means we're always going to talk about everything that happened in the movie just so like when we discussed about it, it first. yeah kind of go see the movie support your local independent theaters and go see the film and then you could i mean or you can just like listen to us like we don't care or like if you don't mind spoilers like i don't care but i just think that's blasphemous personally so. <laughs> all right so let's jump right into our basic thoughts all right so i just want to start with the opening uh production credit um i this is when i first started laughing i love (laughs) Kelsey because she's She's like i have a comment from the very opening of the film (laughs) so the production credit of like bleaker street (laughs) came up on the screen and Marion literally leaned over to me and whispered Oh, I know that. Why do I know that? Oh, because it was in the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) And I started dying. (laughs) Yeah, it was a particularly great night. (laughs) We were on fire. (laughs) We were were doing great. We were batting a hundred. Um, mm. so it's, the movie starts out in, like, 1882, which I did not expect, because I thought it was gonna, like, go, like, right from the start right. of, like, the film. I didn't think it was, first of all, this is a biography film, and I didn't realize it was a I biography know. film until literally known? the last the second. End. <laughs> literally the last second. The end when they started showing the after, the after scenes with <laughs> the the little a, photos that they always do in documentaries. Yeah, I was like... Oh wait, what <laughs> I was like was I just a part of a documentary? Yeah. <laughs> so it like makes sense why it was you know, it started yeah, started a documentary from eighteen eighty two. Um so it starts in eighteen eighty two and Karen Knightley is playing the same role throughout the whole film and I was Jeez. so confused because it was like was she like eight when she started hooking up with this like her first no, husband? Oh she was like thirteen. I was, I'm going to go with legality and probably say 15. Okay. She was a young girl. <laughs> she was a young girl, and the braids definitely showed those youth. I know. I was like, I love that when directors are like, how can we portray that this actress was younger? We'll give her braids. <laughs> Braided pigtails. <laughs> Braided, That's what happened. She like fucking wears those braids for like 30 years, I feel like. Oh my God. I was like, when are we going to give her those braids? But like... I mean, I get why Karen Knightley was playing it, because, like, they didn't probably want, like, an underage child, like, like doing those, like, things. Correct. Correct. However, Kelsey. it was just, like, it just... Karen Knightley, like, blended into this role very, very well, and I was very impressed. However, her... I couldn't gauge her, like, age. I know. It, I, it and was... I don't know if that was meant to be. I don't think so. I think they were trying to be like, yeah, she's, like, thirteen. More. But it just didn't work, and it was really funny to me. It was just like you're supposed to be a child, but you look like you're but you are still still Cured Nightly, but but you look like a slightly younger Cured Nightly, but not like a at least get like like an actress who it looks like her to a point, but like she's like 22, so like she can maybe play the age, whatever. But it was just like right, right, (laughs) like. Come on, give us a little bit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was just like okay, like I get why they did it, but still. Anyway, <laughs> those are my opening notes. <laughs> I love them. Thanks. Um, so it goes through the motions of eighteen eighty two, then it like kind of increases a couple years right. at a time. We do like yeah, some some flash. Yeah. Alerts. It's like 1882, 1892, so it's like ten years later, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she's in Paris. She still has the braids, though. She still has the still braids. has the braids. Kelsey's like the most important part of this film was following her hairstyle. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But it shows her like still kind of holding on to her childhood, I guess, because yes. she's in Paris, uh, but with uh, different dresses. Like she has money now and everything. Mm-hmm. Because her husband's rich, I guess it's a very know. interesting thing. So he like has proclaimed to be this great writer and all mm-hmm. these things, but he doesn't actually write. He hires other people to write and you then he good. edits and like yeah. kind of like oversees. Puts almost. his moniker on it. It's he's yes. kind of like a ghost. Editor. No, the writers are ghost writers, right? And he just is like, this is mine. And <laughs> I thought like from the trailer that this was just going to be like he didn't I didn't know that like he was going to be this big right. shot writer mm-hmm. already and that he already had all this other stuff like, like he was I already top here right I thought it was very much like he read something she wrote and he was like you should publish this and I'm gonna then I'm gonna steal it right and all the money for it because I'm the guy in this relationship um but then it just ended up being that he was like already doing she, this yeah, yeah already doing this mm-hmm. which was interesting and that's what I felt about the movie in general. That I was like, things followed like what happened in the trailer, mm-hmm. and like, but also like surprised me because things were yes. unexpected, which was great. Yes, because it was like I knew things to look for, like certain scenes and things like that, and I kind of and I had an understanding of what was going on, but I didn't have all the information which kept me really engaged the whole time right like we're, good job guys I, we were able to like sit through i think it was like a two-ish hour-long film hmm. easy easy and I, it was it kept it fresh it kept reinventing throughout the film right, right. which i thought was fantastic and um, i like mean, i mean even like when she's at her first party like you start to see her kind of ambivalence towards her husband absolutely and it's you know, seeing, like, when she's, like, taking the turtle and, like, these, like, crazy-ass Victorians. And she like, chooses to not wear the fancier dress. Right. She's like, nope, I'm going to just wear this dress. Immediately. Immediately. And I think, and her husband's like, well, that sucks, but okay. Yeah. You know? It, and I feel like he didn't realize he was marrying such a feisty and, <laughs> and like, strong-willed person. Yeah. Which is always good. Um, So it kind of fast-forwards another with like five or so years um but before i wanted before i get into more of like the heavier discussions about you know sexuality and gender that were definitely like in this film Mm -hmm. um the only i think one of the things that bothered me though and we can get into what made us like cry laughing um was that they constantly had to fucking remind us we were in paris constantly oh my god Kelsey gets so mad oh my god when people like in when in film they remind you where you are like yes. if anybody recalls our about Kelsey's rage about everybody needing to show the Empire State Building mm-hmm. and things like that about New York she's like why do you need to use that shot can't you just fucking assume it's New York <laughs> yeah <laughs> like so Kelsey did oh, mention in the theater she was like we oh, fucking know we're in Paris like every so often like not even the characters the characters spoke English. Like, they not even, like, didn't even have, like, a French accent or the something. French accents, which I'm very thankful for because that always just takes <laughs> yeah. everything down. Because when people try yeah. too hard to put on an accent, they can't it, do. It's tough, and, like, I get it, but the thing is, they were like, "Well, oh, we're down on... And I was just like, we we get it. Like, we know we're in France. They had a fucking French bulldog, for Christ's sakes. Oh, my God. That's when Kelsey... I lost it. I was Kelsey, Kelsey, are you literally fucking kidding me? <laughs> she was like, I want to get a dog. And we were like, oh, and then they come out with the French bulldog and Kelsey was just like, is this a joke? And she was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? She's like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> they really needed to get a French bulldog because we're in France. They're more than, they're whippets, like, for Christ's sake. What also made us, like, cry laughing was when she, like, first started to write. Oh my goodness, when she's, yes, when she's starting to write the story. Okay, it actually happens, like, in when she's also in... The farmhouse writing letters to her like future husband, um, but it happened they, a few times. It happened more than a few time. times, and it angered me. She, they, it was hysterical. She writes in French, and I'm like, right. okay, I get it, but is there really? Are we really serving a purpose right now for this? And my favorite part was that they totally understand that their their audience because they were like, oh, for the Americans. We should make sure that when they show her writing the words, like on the page, um, it's only words in French that are similar to English mm-hmm. words. She'd be narrating what she was writing in, in English. English and then writing in French, though. So it was, she was like, something about snakes. And she was like, it was like serpents. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then it was like, it was vague. And it was like, fuck. And I was like, oh my God. And it, it was, was continual. And of course, because it wasn't just that one line, it was a few lines Kelsey and I kept laughing harder and harder, and I'm pretty sure the people are so confused. We, I think, missed at least, like, five minutes of the movie just because we were laughing. I was legitimately, like, laughing so hard, I could not make sound. I couldn't breathe. crying, (laughs) Crying my eyes out. I was legitimately producing tears. It, it was, was the funniest so fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was even better because it wasn't even one of those things where I'm like, okay, that was funny that one time, but it'll never it just be funny It just kept happening. <laughs> it's going to be funny every time I watch this film. It did not fucking let up. It was it the not. funniest thing I've ever experienced he in my life. It did not disappoint in oh, that my scene. Oh, it definitely did not. <laughs> it was an unintentional <laughs> comedy. Yeah, it very much so. Um, movie is great, guys. Um, yeah, it was great. But okay, so she they the husband's business is starting to fail because he his books are not good and or whoever's yeah. writing the books are just not really gathering an audience. Mm-hmm. And so what happens... And also he's spending money very frivolously, yes, which with he talks to the, the, the French about French about brothels, brothels, like they had a with one of the French brothels and also like other things, like he's like, Oh, I just bought this antique oh, desk yeah. and I just bought all this other stuff and she's like, What if we stopped
1: yeah. So great to oh, see yeah.
0: women empowerment. Oh, especially it's been a great especially day. Especially in a period film, and, and which, when she's like, maybe if we stopped going out to eat and you stopped paying for everyone's meals, and we wouldn't you have would have stop. this problem. And he's like, I, I can't do that because <laughs> fragile <laughs> yeah, masculinity. Because it is, and so he hires her to write a story, um, which well, we, he just tells her to write. Right. Story. True. Very right, true. Or asks if she wants to try, right? And which is great, great way to, you know, employ your wife. Just a little bit of abusive relationship. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, which I thought there was gonna be a lot more abuse, and it was. So did I. And That's what one of my notes is. It's like it. It wasn't abusive relationship. It, it was a like tamed emotional abuse, ish. Because it was like sometimes she was like, and and in and in relationships that have abuse. Um, there can be parts where it seems like the the person that is the victim of the yep. abuse is um is a is like agreeing or okay with it yeah. at some points and i felt like that happened a lot but it was like different than a normal being like oh it's fine everything's fine she was just like no i'm going to keep writing because i want to yeah, because it's like she like kind of stood up to the abuse at the same time it was, like, it was it like strange it was interesting but like it made sense for the period where she was like no i'm not i i can't do these things right. but i can spite him through my writing and keep writing exactly. and i will continue to no do matter these things why. And, stuff. and very interesting so, the book is a success, and oh, didn't we make a count of how many people of color were in the film? That's one of my men. So, this is when things start to kind of go to a different level, I want to say, in the film. Well, at the very beginning, one of the guys that's writing for him is, oh, yes. of color, is a person and of we color like, ah! and, and has a huge speaking role, too. It. It's not just right. like, ooh, a person. It's yeah. just it's like, oh, you're an actual character in this film and everything. And I was like, oh wow! And then we had the woman reading the book, right? um, The the woman of color reading the book, and then we had like a secretary, secretary, the black guy, the black guy, uh, who had speaking roles (laughs) and everything. (laughs) But what I like, it actually like kind of made sense of the time. Like there were people of color in France at that time, um, you know, coming from you know Africa or you know India or something, Mm -hmm. and it was. Very nice and refreshing. I do have to say. Yeah. What do you think we got up to? Six or I think seven? Seven. I want to say. I wanted to say seven as because well. I think there was a um, an Asian character also. I want to say. Yes. At one point, at one I was literally looked at Kelsey and was like, an Asian character in <laughs> a <laughs> yeah, period piece. What? 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 I was like, this is amazing. And it wasn't like stereotypical. Right. And it wasn't none of none of the roles that were played by people of color were stereotypical, like, stereotypical. of their race. Right. It was very good. Right, like the most the only part that was like like the, the kid that was the like secretary was kind of you could tell that well, he was like in a tell. subservient role. But that's fine because like he was also like paid. he almost looked like an eighteen year old anyway. Yes, like true. he was a young kid. So like it, any young kid. It kinda of was get like of the too. age, but also yeah. like it kind of made sense, but it still put him in a position of power though. Right. You know, because he still was he's a secretary wearing a suit. Wearing was, a suit. Yeah. He was being paid for his services, rightfully. And he was... No, he was. But I remember that he allowed... He was the kind of the gatekeeper, though, as well. So he was put in a position of power. Yeah. Which was great. And I loved it. It was great. Um, So when the book takes off... Mm -hmm. This is when we start getting into kind of, like, the whole gender and sexuality um, part of it. Because we find Colette... It was great. (laughs) At gay clubs, essentially, in Paris in 1882. I remember... literally, like... Was dying during this film. (laughs) Marianne was, like, jumping in her chair. Respectfully so. Like, I get it. Jumping, crying. (laughs) A a wave of emotions. You know. And so what happened was... So she was in the club and, like, there was, like, the drag queen and everything. And um, I remember just, like, Colette, like, walking through the room and like there was like two guys dancing to each other I was like Mary, 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 Kelsey like- literally starts hitting me, did you see those two guys dancing and I hadn't, so then I'm like looking what? in the back, I was like sorry I was focused on Karen Knightley, and then I was like <laughs> looking and I was like oh my god, so that was like kind of our first instance of the whole sexual nature of what this film was actually going to be about, yes, and then they had that scene that you see in the trailer where um, the husband goes, "Oh, I saw that you were looking at the oh. husband." And she's like, "Actually, I was more interested in his wife." And he goes, "All right." <laughs> I know. And then he's like, "Fine." And <laughs> I, I was like, "What?" Both of and them. And then I it was much so that happened relatively early in the that film. That was probably like so the first like 30 much minutes earlier than I thought and like in minutes. such a different context than I thought it was going to be. Put yes. In. And then and then they get introduced to this um woman who's from in the film uh from like louisiana Louisiana. yeah yeah. and she and they get introduced to her because they know that she also has been known to sleep with women because her husband because she was like was like 80 something years old about to die and like she specifically married him because of the fact that she did not want to sleep with him yep and for money And and then she's and then is free to sleep with whoever she wants. And so we get into this whole kind of like little love triangle between her husband, this woman from Louisiana, and Karen Knightley's character, and they show her orgasming with both of the people. She's a notable bisexual in this film. It is insane. What? I know. (laughs) have insane? no one because like i just expected it to be like a little bit of looking and maybe you'd get a kiss right however you got everything boy do you get a lot more sex than i expected and then so much gay sex oh my god so much i couldn't even i I, marion was like choking on her it was was dying i like it (laughs) i couldn't live (laughs) but anyway so yeah they showed um karen knightley's character and this um the other uh, lady um, <laughs> having like a relationship, <laughs> and then with and then her husband, and then her husband as well, and then Kira Knightley finding out that her husband's also sleeping with and her, then and then she's she, so mad. She's so mad, and she like does she revenge fuck her like her or something? I want to say like she does, but I don't remember. <gasps> no, no, oh, man, that would have been so good. So that was the first romance that we see with Kira Knightley. Oh, and then Kira Knightley refuses to so she writes about it in the books right which is right. so cool she, so like in the the books that she's writing she's writing about how essentially like she knows that this woman that uh, that the girl girl is sleeping with is sleeping with another man and it's essentially like her saying like i know you're fucking this woman too and then the the um, american woman is like you need to get rid of that because, because people know that it's me because people know that this is based off your life like people are figuring this out like you can't i'm do going that. to get like my, my husband's gonna divorce me, me yeah and, and not i'm not gonna get the money and everything and all this other stuff and she's like no she was like you done you like, done fucked up you done fucked up and you're gonna deal with the consequence and just walks out and she, i was like whoa it was badass insane. So, Karen Knightley publishes this book. I like how it's just become this, like, recap of a film, and we're just commenting on it. I love it. Um, well, yeah, there's so much to talk there's about. There's so much to talk about. about. We just have to parse through it. Um, so, she publishes the book, and I don't... Does it become popular? I don't yeah, think... Yeah, it's, it it's always popular. It's popular, but then, like, the publisher, like, burns the books because it's, like, too selective. Like, they, they bought it. And then burned it. Yeah. I think no, no, so. no, no. I think her husband. Or husband bought the books or something. Bought the bought the all rights. the books and the rights. And then they go to a different publisher right. and republish it or something. Right. Something happens. Like they lose like the, the money or something. Right. Whatever. But they still like come out of it fine. Like, right. So it's not like oh this is the downfall moment. They were kind that. of like this happened. <laughs> they were like, lol. You think you did that? <laughs> incorrect. Um. So that was kind of like the first. 45 to an hour of the film I want to say. Yeah. Alright, then we get into the heavy stuff and the good stuff because it deals with more pansexuality than I thought it was going to deal with. Like pansexuality and then you've got all the trans stuff. Transgender, uh, oh my god. Okay. Content. What happened is that they cast a play because I wanted to have the book be a play. Mm -hmm. So they cast this woman to be like Colette she becomes an icon and they start doing like different stuff. They take pictures with it. They become like editorial right. people. And then like it gets into a little bit of like t- more taboo uh, subjects of uh, sex with roleplay. I, I was shocked that was they have that. Shocked. I think at one point. You almost choked in your this, popcorn again. Uh, I Literally, so the husband requests Keira Knightley's character to act as uh, in her um, role as Colette. Colette. Yeah. And I literally whipped my hand across no. and like grabbed Kelsey's wrist, and I was like, What <laughs> is happening right now? So <gasps> Which was not it was... the first or only time that happened. No, no, it was probably like the fifth time that happened at that point. Uh, Nor is that going to be the only time they no, show the role probably, like, No, they show it like three several several times. times. And so. So after like the place of success and everything, they start to have this dinner. And the stairs filled with a lot of people, and that's where we meet Colette's like future partner, Missy. And th- they're like sitting there and like they have their suit on and they're looking fresh and everything. And someone's like, Oh, this place yeah. is really rich. So I can they're like really a weird. heir to like the Russian throne. Russian thing? Yeah, like some kind like of Russian Russian insane. Stuff. And so Colette's eyeing them and they're yeah, eyeing I'm I'm back. <laughs> and like they do like that like really typical like mm-hmm. the typical like eye glare thing. They do, they're know? like having eye sex across Pretty the much, table. Yeah. And then like her husband is still like Her husband, husband is being, and, like, like <laughs> crazy and drinking and stuff mm-hmm. and doesn't even notice what's going on. And so And then they take a walk. They take a walk and and, and Missy says, Oh, I know that it's you writing these books. Right. And Missy's like and then, right. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, I can tell that this is based. Being, and she's like, you are giving. And then she says the line from the trailer. That's one of the most poignant lines throughout the thing. And it's like, you're giving a voice to young women of this generation. Yes. You're giving all these people a voice and something they're not mm-hmm. hearing. And so, so they meet. They have their walk, and then we go back to the, like the husband's like little like writer desk area, and like this girl comes in. and She goes. Um, Hi, I'm Klyt, and we have another instance of like role play, and it's like I was like, "Send help! Send help! <laughs> What's happening?" Oh, and we kind of forgot that they bought a house in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's before that's before Missy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's flash back to that real quick. We're flashbacking, uh, rewind, and then so they buy a house. In, he like, buys her a, a house. house in the country because she it, says she doesn't like the city. And so they renovate the shit out of this house. Mm-hmm every single guy that was working on that house, looking good. I didn't even notice what they looked like. Yeah, that makes sense. But anyway, so he buys it for her because he wants her to write more and she says, I can't be inspired out here in the city. So he buys her this house in the country and he 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 comes back and she's written like nothing because she's just just busy renovating. Which makes sense, right? It's like, don't give someone a new house to not renovate. It's a lot of work. Yeah, Um, And then he ends up, doing the scene that you see in the trailer where he locks her in a room which is like you're going to write abusive but not abusive at the same time like I don't know it was strange it I know it's it's very because it was more like he was trying to push her to write and the only way I mean you can't block people right no I'm saying that's what I'm saying like it is abusive but it like the motivation wasn't I think right it's almost like the movie like whiplash yeah it gave me whiplash right where it's like it's like you. Sh- it's showing people pushing people to the edge of their limits to be inspired. And right. To do exactly. Um, and she wrote. I mean, like it wasn't yeah, like that. She, she like rage work. wrote. Oh, though. she was like, I'm gonna rage. She sexy. was like, do you wanna know? <laughs> you wanna know what happened? And so, um, mm-hmm. and then,
1: flashing, flashing forward. forward.
0: All right. So the four of them. Missy Cole, this <laughs> random ass girl who's it's like the, maybe like twenty three. She's like the new like. So yeah. She's so. Kieran Knightley and the husband um, both have their own separate partners and they go on this little like double dance like, out in the country and okay everybody's with FFs and yeah. Missy and the other chick are playing with the dog and together. and they're like they know that like, and the husband and, and Kieran Knightley are like, like talking we know about know thing they're, they're, like, they're chatting about it and He's they're like, like oh do you like Missy a lot and Kieran is like yeah I do and you like this chick I was like what kind <laughs> of all- their relationship was so strange, especially like up to the end, because of the fact that they were so comfortable with like sleeping. Right, with it's like other an open people. relationship. It's open relationship. It's, it's an open marriage. It's an open marriage, but it was like not at the same time. It was weird. Yeah, so it's like they have this open marriage, so they because, can like, sleep with whoever they want, but like they, can't but like they have to because like financially and because of the book, they have to stay married. Not because of the book, because of the fact that yeah, the money, a lot of the money that because of the dowry was going back to the parents. Right, we're right, right. And, and I mean, so, so like, I mean, like, working on the book to create the money is, right. the reason that That's they have true. to stay yeah. with each other. And so then we get into more of, like, the whole gender uh, gender exploration. I'm um, ready. About it. And so Missy, yes. um, pre- like, presents very masculinely yeah. and um, dresses in more masculine clothing the right. whole time and things like that. Wears trousers <laughs> and very proud of the fact that they wear trousers. And the... There was a line in the film that was like the best description of um, like trans feelings, like that I've ever seen in a non-trans specific film, well, or yes. even in in a role in like trans life. specific films. Like, like I felt like this was the best thing ever. So she and it was said, very like open. It was just very really it was, it of was just the there. It, it was, was just great. there. It was great. Oh my goodness! So she said she was like, "Oh, I tried on when I was a kid. I, ch- I hated dresses." and I tried on my brother's school uniform and it felt like coming home. And I was like, Oh so god. Scary. I literally turned to Kelsey, and so I was like, crime. What yeah. is happening? You were like so loud in the theater. I mean rightfully so I was it was crying. such a great I like crying now because of the fact that it's not discussed anywhere, especially in popular media. As and like well. and like we're seeing more trans representation. We, we like, are media are, yeah. like but like, like, to, like to have it in a, a period room. piece, like to I understand know. that trans people did exist before the year two thousand is a miracle. <laughs> I know it really is, and just like her description of saying like, him, or like his, his, his sorry, um, description of uh, it felt like coming home is like something you hear from like trans people and trans kids a lot mm-hmm. and things like that. And I was just like, so, like wow, th- it just they they must have for them. So I wonder because this is all based off true stories. So I'm wondering if that that phrasing came from like real life. I wouldn't would be from, if like, it came from him. Like, like I'd be really <laughs> interested in the fact, like his backstory. Like I'd like to hear. Right, about. and I like wonder if it came from that or if it came from like these writers actually doing some real work I haven't I've not no I'm curious to know how many LGBT people uh, were people involved people were involved in the crew and everything and the writers right? and everything because like this is because that's, this like, was really well done and like this is something that's really Really, really hard for people to do without. Especially LGBT like if you're like, you know, in the like rainbow. a cishet like, kind of right. mentality of like, you just don't know the experience and you just right. can't write about that experience because you it's don't like have very that hard knowledge. To, and like, you can't carry. find that kind of phrasing by yourself. No, absolutely not. And so it'd be interesting to see, you know, w- who is actually like really, be- really, truly behind this film rather than just like the director and everything. Yeah, at, like, it was amazing. It was so good. Um, but then you get some really great sex scenes of her and Missy, and oh, holy Oh, yeah, you get sh- sh- some real, just like, upfront stuff. I was like, whoa, what is, oh, where, where am, am I? That? So, so Colette starts this relationship with him, and they, And then they do end up changing pronouns at the beginning. Yes. Through the movie. Which Jesus, is Great. You have a oh, change of pronouns. When this, she's lying on the couch? Yes yes yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, guys, this was the most exciting thing. Um... So, towards in the beginning, when she first meets Missy, Missy goes um, by Missy and uses female pronouns. And then later on in the film, um, we switch over to male male pronouns. pronouns. Um, So he, him, his. And so at one point, Colette's talking about Missy and um, is talking about and uh, goes to her husband. To her husband and. here Knightley goes. <laughs> well, because oh, okay. he did this, right. and his, and his husband's like his she, she, and she's she like, like no, pointing. he is like looks down. She's like reading something, puts her book down. And it's like he. Yeah, and the husband like looks confused but goes with it. And he starts to refer to Missy as he also throughout the rest of the film. And I'm just like, like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, like, is this Paris 2018? Yeah, because like, I'm pretty really. sure we can't have this happen in 2018. Because I'm, I was just like, I was so surprised in his like willingness. You know, you think, like, okay, well it's Paris 18-whatever-the-fuck, 19-whatever-the-fuck. And it's super like early and so he was just so i was talking to you about this after i was like right. a little shocked in his like openness i mean granted he's like yeah, i mean guess, he's letting his wife like, sleep with whoever yeah. and then he is also partying with i think a trans woman as well in one of the oh, that one point. Yeah, i yeah, think yeah. at one point so i think he was like surrounded by like these uh paris is a like, different world paris damn and in so, Paris 1800s, where yeah. were you at? And so like, I'm sure that like, maybe because he hung around with other trans people and everything, yeah. I, I guess he just knew, he was like, all right, yeah, sure, why not? And I guess he was just like, okay. Yeah, and, and it, sp- yeah, it's not something that's questioned, it's not something no. that's thought about. Like, there are some scenes later on, they right. talk about Missy's um, ex-husband, and but then it, it's there's not, that kind of backlash. But it's nash. not based on his gender, though. It's based on the fact that he had an ex-husband. Ish, no. eh, but then really? the next oh was, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. that stuff where they were you. like At the did LaRouche. that little play thing. Well, okay, yeah, but that was specifically due to gender. Well, no, that was due to gender and heter- uh, homosexuality. No, that yeah. was not. I'm talking about I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, but like everybody else didn't make it a big deal, right? But, so it was like it was and good and he it showed it. a little bit of like reality. Because I don't yeah. like it when we make everything into a fairy tale, because right? Because it's is, like it's true in real life. But what I'm talking about that was really good with the husband. The husband wasn't oh, yeah. talking about
1: oh his yeah, yeah, yeah. ex
0: husband because of his right, gender. Right, right, Was because of the fact that, you know, he had an ex husband. Yeah. That, Not, no, that's that's fine. what I'm trying I, to say. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm completely like like <laughs> his husband was dick. Like, no shit. <laughs> but I'm trying to say like his husband, um, it was just the matter of it wasn't because of his gender. Right. It was because of the fact that, you know, he was divorced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so mind blown. We um, what else? Anything else? I mean, she starts to wear suits. Colette. Yeah. Colette yeah, starts to wear take on a kind of more like like more it's more androgynousy mm-hmm. and like going back and forth and like is presents as more in more feminine ways yeah, and like more masculine, masculine ways. ways. She and kind just like, like she's doing, she's she doing does doing Colette. And it's Colette and Colette. She gets into the Moulin Rouge with dancing and kind of. Right. And then, like, the interpretive dance, dance and, and the more, like, like theater acting stuff. stuff. And her husband's like, when are you going to start writing? she's like, I'm focusing I'm on done. my acting yeah. career. <laughs> I'm a traveling performer. i uh, in a troupe. And it kind of just, like, ends with that. I mean, there's really not much else no, that goes on. No, there's the other thing where she blows up at him at the end because he sells the Oh, rights. yeah. Forgot about that. Um, then you find out the husband, like, sold the rights and the... Mm-hmm. Everything to all the Colette. And, um, Keira Knightley's character comes back and yes. has a really Under- great ending right. Scene. Right, exactly. because, because she's she like, this about, is me and everything. Like, This was me and this is all of my work and this is all like, of my life. Like, how dare life. you do that? And, and she only finds out because, like, one of the, through the editors, point. like, through the when she's, like, doing the truth thing... Like the editor goes, oh, I can't believe like you agreed to sell like the rights to your book. <laughs> and she goes, what? <laughs> and she's like, excuse me, I'm, I'm sorry. wet. <laughs> and then like it's immediately on a train back, and yeah. he's like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And then she leaves him. Yeah. And that's like the, like that's, the, that's kind of like the end of their relationship. Yeah, which is so interesting because it's like,
1: he's like, that like so, was so upset. A he's
0: like, no, he's like, I, I had to make money like because of the fact that you know they took his desk, they took his stuff because he was a gambler and he was just mm-hmm. a grifter and could just could not stop spending money and he couldn't save because right. he just was not financially set yeah and so i mean colette was out of his life pretty much at this point without being divorced. i know but then it was so interesting to see how hurt he was that she left though yeah and it was really interesting oh about that scene though she was the one that left him which i thought was really interesting because usually it's the other way around right. and i was like freaking at like, again <laughs> i know oh my goodness that end scene where she's giving the speech about how it, because it like was a, really well delivered for Keira Knightley, mm-hmm. she so did and I talked about the, that a lot afterwards. We were like, no, Keira Knightley isn't, doesn't always do... This, this is, is wonderful, but sometimes does not Just act to the caliber that we wish she could. And this was this what was she did. And this is like her probably her best role to do. Absolutely. Her best role. And... That and um, Elizabeth that And... Yeah, true. But... I mean, and then all of a sudden, like, the movie, like, kind of ends with her writing, picking up the pen again after her, um, after the whole, you debacle. know, spiel and debacle. And you, like, you, she writes this, uh, book called Vagabond or something. And it's her time, like, as, like, a writer, as a, as a traveling performer yeah. or something. And then it goes Super to fun. like pictures of the, the real documentary <laughs> ending. And we were like, what? <laughs> we were like, we knew it was semi based on something, semi true well, It was a true, true story, but it wasn't. But then it was like, realized. here's pictures of Colette and Missy. And, and we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> you're like holy shit it's amazing and like she wrote like 30 books or something which yeah they really like lose or or all that kind of information and we were like Whoa. though she like divorced her husband and like never saw uh, the original husband again right. like it was insane and then they like, showed pictures of Missy and mm-hmm. Colette and we saw what Missy actually like looked like and everything like in a suit and everything it was really yeah. really interesting oh my god amazing like she's like one of like france's like most prolific and most like well celebrated like writers i know i need to go like read all of her stuff yeah absolutely like it would be so interesting to read an actual book about like what happened in the movie especially where they're like having that love triangle oh my god like imagine reading that like rage that's literally so amazing. That's the movie recap and our thoughts. No, really? I about think it. that we just gave you like the entire film. So, if you don't want to see the movie you and it's two hours it anyway. and like it's like a roughly th- you can, but, but even, if like if you don't have any independent theaters near you and stuff like that. Listen to our 38 minute recap or something. <laughs> it's going to be pretty thorough. It's probably the most thorough we'll ever be with a film. Yeah. So, yeah, those are our thoughts and feelings and recap. Um. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah I thought this was totally worth totally worth the deal, money and it was amazing 100% please go see Colette if it's still in the theaters when you listen to this um go you know support it uh yeah. you can you probably purchase it on video on demand at some point or mm-hmm. another or you re, it's it or probably like be on Netflix or Hulu or something at some point and probably on yeah. iTunes as well so yeah of course. definitely go pay some money towards this film it's definitely worth it I highly highly recommend it absolutely um you want to do a little business yeah let's all do right. a little business let's do a little business all right um so if you had feelings on colette um please reach out to us on facebook instagram or twitter at too many trailers or if you have longer feelings and you're like oh my goodness i have 40 minutes worth of things <laughs> to send you to please do it via email and that can be found at too many trailers at gmail.com and the two is spelled as you know, T-W-O and so yeah, that's our ending of our bonus episode for our uh, recap and reactions to Colette and It's 2018, y'all. 2018. <laughs> I love it. It's all I have to say. <laughs> Great response. We'll catch you on the flip side when we talk about something else. Um, But it is pretty much uh, like 11 o'clock on a Thursday night. I'm going to go to bed. I, yeah, I'm just going to fucking fall asleep right now. Bye. Bye. Love you.